Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello and welcome to the Transom Mathematics Podcast for May 2016. We'll begin with this month's puzzle for your pondering pleasure. A particular triangle is drawn such that each of its angles are square numbers. What do you think they could be? Is that too easy? Well, consider a quadrilateral then, having all four angles as square numbers. What could they be? What are all the possibilities? Well, the answer, as usual, for this month's puzzle will be at the end of the podcast. This month saw the OCR exam board produce more check-in tests as free download PDF files on its website. These 10-question tests are proving to be very useful with Year 9 and Year 10 pupils. Each topic in their new GCS syllabus has been mapped to a check-in containing questions relating to the initial learning required. Questions 1 to 5 cover procedural calculations. Questions 6 to 8 assess the learner's ability to reason and communicate mathematically. And questions 9 and 10 relate to problem-solving tasks. Each of these check-ins has been entered as an external link in the topics section of the Transom website so that as you're um, looking for Transom activities on the topic you can also see these check-in tests at the same place. OCR also produced a delivery guide for mensuration and it was rewarding to see that a number of the sections within the guide contained links to Transom activities. As usual, there have been lots of updates and new content added to the Transom website this last month, and you can find links to the items I'm about to talk about at transom.org newsletter. The most recent addition to the website is Digital Darts. As soon as it went live a couple of days ago, it received hundreds of views and people began collecting trophies for completing the activity or winning the game. It provides a suitably challenging mental exercise for more able pupils, while those who cannot cope with the mental manipulation can practice their written methods of addition and subtraction. As a subscriber, you have the option to change some of the features of the game and make it easier or indeed harder. Another game that provides practice in a format more motivating than a traditional exercise is the Bidmas game. Players are challenged to claim squares on a grid by making given totals with the numbers that are randomly generated by four dice. This could make an engaging last ten minutes of a maths lesson activity, with the teacher challenging the whole class working as a team. A gap in the transom offerings has been filled with a gradient of a line 12 question exercise. The questions are diagrams from which the gradient can be calculated by counting the squares and then dividing rise by run. This exercise provides a small part of a larger learning experience about straight line graphs. Another pairs game has been added. This one requires players to match digital and analogue times. 
This is another game that might work well if played as a teacher versus the whole class as a challenge at the end of the lesson. One of the podcasts I enjoy listening to is called Futility Closet. In a recent episode, some little-known mathematical history was described. Here is an excerpt. It is an item of mathematical folklore that in 1897 the Indiana General Assembly passed a bill that set a new value for pi. Pi is just the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. You take any circle and measure the distance around it and divide that by the distance across it, and you get 3.14159, this number we all work with in school. That number is kind of unwieldy, so the story goes that what the Indiana legislature did was just declare a new value for it. They just said, well, from now on, we'll just say say that pi is 3.2 or 4 or something that's easier to work with. That would certainly make a good story, but it's not what happened. What actually happened is even stranger. What happened is that in 1894, an Indiana physician and amateur mathematician named Edward J. Goodwin thought he'd found a correct way of squaring the circle, which is an ancient geometric construction problem where if I give you a circle, you have to produce a square with the same area using only a compass and a straight edge. It had been suspected since ancient times that this is impossible, as indeed it is, but Goodwin had decided that that's what he had done, and he wanted to sort of trumpet that to everyone who would listen to him. And one way of doing that was to submit it to the state legislature, which makes no sense. Even if he had accomplished this miracle, it doesn't make any sense to give it to a lawmaking body. Instead of getting it, like, published in a journal or something. Right. It doesn't make any sense. He, in uh, 1897, he proposed a bill to his state representative, a man named Taylor Record, who admitted he didn't understand the math at all. But Goodwin wrote up the bill and gave it to him, and he submitted it to the House of Representatives. Here's the preamble of the bill. A bill for an act introducing a new mathematical truth and offered as a contribution to education to be used only by the state of Indiana free of cost by paying any royalties whatever on the same, provided it is accepted by the official action of the legislature in 1897, which is confusingly written, but it seems to say that what he wanted to do, he'd made this mathematical breakthrough and he was offering it to the schools of Indiana for free if they, if the legislature passed this bill in the 1897 session. That itself doesn't make any sense either. If you want to give it to the schools, then just give it to them. Just license it to the schools and say, you have my permission to use this for free. It doesn't make any sense to give it to a, a state legislature to ha- pass it as a bill. Yeah, it's kind of confusing because, I mean, legislatures are supposed to pass, like, laws, right? right? I mean, there's supposed not to be lawmaking. Laws. Yeah. If you want to hear the whole of that podcast, the link can be found at transom.org slash newsletter. You are listening to the Transum Podcast. You can find Transum Mathematics at www.transum.org. Finally, the answer to this month's puzzle. The angles of the triangle are 16 degrees, 64 degrees and 100 degrees. All of them are square numbers and they add up to 180. The angles of the quadrilateral could be 16, 100, 100, and 144. But if the quadrilateral was a symmetric trapezium, they could be 36, 36, 100, and 100. Did you get it? That's all for now. Have a good month. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free, or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.